Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zook. It is another awesome day for another awesome episode of How to Become Next on Scene in your field of business or in your passion. Before I bring on my amazing and inspiring guest today, I always like to start with a marketing tip to get your week started and then a self-care tip to keep your week going and maintaining that, right? So marketing tip of the week. Um, I actually just did a post about this today, but it's really important to make sure to reintroduce yourself to your audience. And you want to do that probably every couple of months because as your audience grows, you know, people leave, people, new people come in. Um, it's really, really important to share how you differentiate yourself in your market because as the online presence continues to grow on all social media channels, it's really important that you show up and show how you're different in what you do. So definitely be sure to do that. That's my marketing tip of the day. My self-care tip of the day is to really go out and do some more physical activity. I don't know if anybody can relate. I kind of slacked today with physical activity. I just had a busy day, but if you can just get out and do like a 20 to 30 minute walk, which is actually what I'm planning on doing after this podcast recording, but it's really important to just move. Movement is so releasing of any tension you're feeling or anything that might not be serving you positively. It's a time to just release it. So that is my self-care tip of the week. And now I'm so excited to talk about my amazing and inspiring guest today. We have the fabulous Sydney Ortega, who her and I go way back. We actually went to high school together, which I talk about on the show, which is really fun. She is opening such an amazing, amazing home goods store. It's called Simply Placed. It's opening in Beverly on July 24th. I'm so excited for you guys to learn about it. She talks more about how there's also going to be online shopping available too in August and so much more. So stay tuned to learn about the transition from corporate and opening a dream store. Can't wait for you to meet Sydney. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. Everybody, welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene. I am so excited to be here with the amazing Sydney Ortega. She is the founder and curator of Simply Place. Hi, Sydney. How are you today? Hi, Jack. I'm so good. This is so exciting. So exciting. And Sydney and I go way back. We went to high school together. So to reconnect in Massachusetts is like really awesome, right? Yeah, it's so wild. Um, I think like as I got older, it's like I feel like I've exiled myself I moved to Massachusetts and like all of my friends stayed back in Westchester and then when I saw you were in Massachusetts I was like no way it's just a small world and then I feel like it got even smaller when you started next on scene so it's been awesome and now you're opening your own store so we're going to talk about that in a little bit but tell us all about like how simply placed came about and what it is for people who don't know yeah for sure I think I'll start with what it is so simply placed is a home decor store my boyfriend, Zach, actually came up with the name um, Simply Placed, as in the Simply Placed and Simply Curate Your Space, right? Um, I don't like a lot of clutter. Um, I'm very neutral palette, so not a lot of color. So everything is just simply delicately placed. Um, so it's kind of like a play on words. Gosh, how did Simply Placed come about? So I started my career in digital marketing. Um, I've been in that space for the last 10 years, but in my gut, I just feel like 
I wasn't fulfilled. Like it wasn't fulfilling me. I was always left with like, okay, what's next? Like there's gotta be something else. Um, so I used to fill that void with traveling or, you know, going to the gym or like so many other things. And long story short, but I got let go from one of my previous jobs and that was a really tough time, but I took that time and was like, okay, like, let me pause instead of jumping into the next thing, getting that next paycheck. I was like, what's going on here? Like, what do I really want to do? And I realized I was like, I love home decor. I love organizing. I love talking to people. I think that was like the most important thing. I thought back to my childhood, like what my favorite jobs were. And it was like being a camp counselor or working at candlelight, right? Like being a waitress. I like flashbacks. That's hilarious. Flashbacks, right? Like, um, so for those of you who don't know, candlelight's literally just like a local wing and beer joint, right? And I didn't think I could make a career out of that, of course, but I just kept going back year after year, day after day. And I absolutely loved it. So again, to cut a long story short, I guess. I, I did it. I just told Zach, I was like, I'm going to open my own home decor store. And that's kind of where the baby was built. And little by little this past year and a half, we're here and we're two weeks away from opening. I know. And it's such a big deal too, because you put your notice into your full-time job and like are really, so talk about that a little bit too. Like, what was that experience like? Cause you were in corporate for so long, like yeah. in that world. So tell yeah. me. For sure. And we talked, we chatted about this like a little bit, but you know, corporate was great for me, um, for like all through graduating college through my twenties. It was awesome. I was able to travel, build up a 401k, get a steady paycheck. It was really good. But now that I'm opening the store, I realized all, everything I learned from my digital marketing background is now translating very, very seamlessly into this, which is amazing. So I keep going back to like, everything happens for a reason. Like I didn't know I was going to open a store and all of that stuff. So corporate definitely served a purpose in the foundation of all of this. But yeah, like when I told work, it was really interesting. I toggled back and forth. I was like, you know, do I want to do my store part-time while still collecting a paycheck? You know, you kind of like go through all the checks and balances. And I was like, no, I have to do this full time. There's like a burning passion and desire in me that like, I need to do it. And if I don't give it my all it won't be what I want it to be. Agreed. And it totally is going to work out. And you're launching in two weeks. So this will be live like next week. So one week countdown to anybody that's listening, which is like really exciting. So tell us how you picked like why Beverly. Yeah. Um, tell us about the location too. Yeah. Beverly is great. Um, so I'm, I'm new to the North shore, so I can't really tell you everything about it, but it is wonderful. Um, it's, it's a coastal town right next to Salem, about 20 minutes into the city. So anyone who's listening in Boston, you could definitely come up great restaurants. It's just, um, it's wonderful next to Marblehead. So I moved in with Zach, um, to his home in Danvers about gosh, two years ago, maybe. And I just remember going on Cabot Street. I knew once I decided I wanted to open Simply Placed, I knew it wasn't going to be in a strip mall. I knew it wasn't going to be in a mall. I knew it was going to be in a quintessential New England downtown. There was just something about the downtowns I would visit. And it's it's quaint. It's charming. I would walk into these storefronts and I would just be overwhelmed with like, what's their story? Like, who's the store owner? They curated all this stuff. I just always knew they poured their heart and soul into it. 
even before I knew I was opening my store. And that always affected me and it always hit me. I was like, wow, this is like their baby and this is their life. And I just wanted to be a part of like a neighborhood and give back. Cause if you think about it with the pandemic, with all these small businesses closing, I don't think people realize the heart and soul of their town is actually that downtown, like their local coffee shop, their local ice cream shop. People probably took it for granted. I took it for granted until COVID happened. I was like, wow, this is, this is your town. This is like your heartbeat of your town. So true. And also back to the community, right? It's just so huge. Yeah, it's huge. Um, you know, we've talked, we've chatted a couple of times and like my head's always spinning. I'm like, how can I give back to the community? And I think just by opening the store is, is let me like tackle. Like honestly, Sydney, like props to you to open like right after the pandemic, because you were saying like so many places closed, like that's so awesome. Like that's like so exciting. Thanks. And I think honestly, I think the pandemic was good for this though. I think the pandemic, even for me, I keep going back to myself. Like I would shop at Target and Home Goods and the big box. And I'm still going to, of course, but it, I always love supporting small, but it, it taught me to really lean in into small businesses and like what goes into small businesses. I mean, everything you're, the owner is the marketing, the customer service, the curator. I mean, the list goes on and I just wanted to support. And I think a lot of people realize that. And again, another plus to COVID people were stuck at home. So those built-in shelves that they never styled or the rug that they needed, like they were like, okay, this is, my space and my home. I'm spending so much time in it now. I want to invest in it. So COVID was hard, but I think for me and my story, it was actually really good. I think so too. I didn't think it all worked out the way it was supposed to, right? Yeah. And I got to save money and not commute into the city and, you know, like hang on to my nine to five while doing this. So it was just, it was awesome. But also too, I think even now, post-pandemic, more and more people will still work home part-time. So I think to your advantage, like they're going to want to love where they live because they're doing everything there, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I always used to say like, you know, before moving into this house with Zach, I lived in, you know, Brighton in a basement apartment. And like, I mean, I lived everywhere. I lived in a room that had no closet. So it was always like this makeshift stuff, but I never wanted to spend a lot of money on home decor because I was always moving in my 20s. So yeah, now that people are like settling in, I know a lot of people are now wanting to buy instead of rent um, because they're realizing the importance of a home and all that. So I think home decor is definitely having a moment. Organization we all know is definitely having a moment. For sure. Um, I think a long-term moment. Like I think this is like the shift of what's next, right? Well, and I think like that goes into it too. And like mental health. Um, I was just talking to my girlfriend who's a teacher and they're in the curriculum. They're now starting to teach about mental health, teach young kids to take a break. So I think the whole environment and ecosystem and, and workforce is shifting to bettering your life and taking a pause and again, decluttering and all of that. And all of it goes into Simply Placed. I mean, that's part of why I'm opening the storefront to give people like a fresh mindset, a place where they could come in and just hang out and like, I don't know, be refreshed. I love it. I'm, yeah. I'm just so excited to come. So what's the exact open, like first launch date? 
Yeah. So we're going to open in store, um, July 24th, which, um, in Beverly Cabot street is having their like downtown block party. So I was like, that's so fun. I have to open that. I cannot be closed. So they closed the street down, I think from like 5 PM to nine, a live band music. So it's going to be so fun. I might do like a soft opening on Friday, the 23rd. Uh, so if anyone's listening and wants to stop by for my soft opening, I feel like I need to do that. And then we'll launch online probably late August. I just want to like get my feet wet a little bit, but yeah, but I know online is going to be great. So whoever's not local, um, yeah. Online. The opportunity to like shop online too, which is great. So tell us about the stuff that's going to be in there. Like all the things, all the things. So my elevator pitch has been really bad up until late. Um, but now I like to say, it's like a pared down crate and barrel. So it's, I want to get into furniture and all that, but you know, there'll be a couple pieces in there, but think about like shelf styling, picture frames, vases. We have a huge kitchen section too. So entertainment where if you need that like big salad bowl to put fruit in, um, if you need tongs to toss your salad, um, barware, like a lot of barware decanters. So really special pieces that again, since you are home, I want you guys to think about creating those special moments, but adding in those special pieces, right? So maybe you want to buy yourself some nice wine glasses or a decanter or a nice cheese board. Um, we all love a good charcuterie. All love a good charcuterie board. Yeah. I'm there for that too. All, yeah. So like we will have all the things for everything you need for a decked out charcuterie board. Um, what else? Coffee table styling, um, all of it, like candlesticks and candles and anything that you can think of to decorate your home, we're going to have it. I love it. It's like all in the details, really, from what it seems like, right? So It's all in the details. Yeah. Because I, I feel like even me, like, you know, moving into this house, it takes a lot to buy a house and purchase a house. And then you think about the big pieces. So your bed and your nightstand and your coffee table and your couch. But then I feel like a year or two into it, you're like, oh my gosh, my coffee table is not styled. My console table and my entryway isn't styled. How do I do that? So I really want to bring like imagery into it too. And really just teach people, like give people a template, like take this picture and kind of work with it and like put your spin on it. But I'll have those like, those big pieces that you kind of need to get started. So smart. Yeah. You found too, when you were organizing homes that like, that's what was missing, like to actually make it more homey and more about them instead of just disorganized. And yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, and you know, I always thought less is more. My mom is the total opposite of me. Um, she loves every single shade of blue and has seashells everywhere and knickknacks everywhere. So I think like growing up, I just knew like less is more, like there's ways you can display everything. There's ways you can display like those precious childhood photos or, you know, someone that passed away. You don't have to put everything out there for show. There's really like unique, simple ways to do it that still make a statement. So I feel like I've always decorated my space that way. And yeah, I love it. And yeah. in terms of like trends right now, cause we're in summer, right? Like what would you say decor wise is trending? Yeah. So a lot of like, and again, we're in, in Beverly, so we're coastal. So a lot of like driftwood kind of pieces like that natural, it's bringing in a lot of texture. So I'm loving the like ceramic vases mixed with like a wood piece. 
and maybe just like, you know, a metal accent or something, but bringing in textures and height and dimension um, is going to serve you well. And, you know, bringing in pieces that you can mix and match in your home. So it's like, you have to think about your home, which is really, really, really hard as like one big room, like, right. Like what is your color palette? What are you trying to go for? And then kind of build there. So all of my pieces are neutral. And they're able to like go in your guest bedroom. And if you're sick of it in your guest bedroom, bring it downstairs to your coffee table. So I think all of that, like the utility of every piece is like super important, but yeah, I'm like loving textures. If you just like texture and layer, it's like dressing for winter in New England. (laughs) You just got to add some texture. That's hilarious. I just came up with that. I'm like pretty proud of myself. You just got to add like some texture and some layer and then you could like remove or add and it all goes. It does. It totally. I like too how you were saying like about repurposing it. Like if it doesn't work here anymore, I'm going to bring it to this place. And totally. It's like, I've gotten to the point, obviously I've always loved home decor, but I've gotten to the point where I'm restyling my shelves every couple of months. I take everything down and I just shop my house. Like I just shop the things that I have. So maybe I do go out and buy one more piece, um, just to freshen things up a little bit, but it's awesome because it's not, you make the investment up front, but then you're not buying 25 different pieces every single time you want to redecorate. You just move things around. So true. I yeah. love that. I'm going to take that advice by the way. Thank you. It's You're welcome. Fun. No, it's so awesome because you know, we're not all, you know, made of money here and I just want it to be affordable and easy um, and just seamless, but I just want you to love your space and love where you are and just be at peace. I love it. I, like I was saying, like, it's the details. I just keep hearing that and all you're saying and yeah. like, it, but it, that's what makes a house a home, right? Like, I really feel like that's the difference because I think you can have a gorgeous house and not have it feel like you. And then it's, what is it? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it goes the same thing for, you know, like barbecues or like, if you have, you know, if Zach and I have two couples over, so there's six of us instead of, you know, bringing out paper plates or like plastic forks or something. Like, I just want to elevate the experience a little bit. I want to put a vase in the middle of the table with some nice flowers. Um, It just adds something special. And I think, I feel like you can agree with this, Jack, like through the pandemic, we didn't see our friends and we didn't see family. So when people did finally come over, I was like, I'm going to do a cheese board and I'm going to make this really special. And it was just fun. It is. It's just totally like, it all comes together. That's like, re- like you help things come together. Yeah. It all comes together one way or the other. Totally does. Yeah. So, okay. I love this. So before we, we're going to play game time in a few minutes, but Ooh. before we do that, I want you to share with everyone. So July 4th is the like open day. July right? 24th. July 24th. Yes. Thank you. What did I just say? July 4th. That happened early. I'm like, okay. Thanks, Sid. I'm like, oh God. All right. July 24th is the opening, which is so exciting. You're going to do a soft launch on the 23rd. Hopefully. Hopefully. Which is right. Do you have to get through like next week and then you'll be fine, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm shooting for. I know. And then tell everybody how they can follow you on social media or inquire for anything else. Yeah, for sure. Um, so right now I have a blog. Um, so it's www.blog.shopsimplyplace.com. The e-commerce site will be just www.shopsimplyplace.com. But right now, the best way to follow me, if you want to see like 
how I'm decorating the store and like going through the process um, is my Instagram. So you can find like me. really fun. I have to attest like the stories and stuff is really fun. to watch. Yeah. It's been so yeah. fun sharing. So my handle is shop.simplyplaced at Instagram. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm trying to document just everything. Cause I want to empower people too. like, they, I always say, I'm like, I'm a Joe Schmo. I'm nothing special. Like, you That's know, true. Sydney, you're <laughs> awesome. Like, I know, but I think I say that because I had a digital marketing job, you know, that's nothing special. A lot of people have it. They're in the industry. Everyone has hopes and dreams. Like I would always have one-on-ones, I think with my coworkers at work. And I always wanted to know what their passion was. I'm like, this is not your passion and that's okay. Um, but it was really hard in the corporate world to kind of crack that shell because it's scary to tell your employer your actual hopes and dreams. And, you know, I just want to uncover that for people because I did work hard. I did have a vision. I saved, I had a plan, all of that, but anyone can do it. Um, Really. You just have to apply yourself. And I now sound like a teacher or like a preacher, but you're supposed to do today. So this is great. (laughs) Yeah. Like you, you can, um, I think the biggest thing is just listen, listen to your gut. You may hate your job. And there were times where I did, and I didn't want to get up out of bed and log onto the computer, but that will pass. But just listen, like listen to your gut, listen to what you want to do. Even if you don't know, or don't have it figured out, just like, keep listening. Cause you'll get there and the light bulb will go off and you'll be like, this is what I meant to do. So true. Mm-hmm. Intuition piece is key. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what happened to you, Jack, right? Like, I mean, I know you hit like a roadblock, just like I hit a roadblock with my last employer. Um, I literally got fired. <laughs> I was like, it was, it was devastating. I was like, really, what am I supposed to do? And I'm going to tell you like seven years in business, I'm still hitting roadblocks, but that means growing pains, right? Oh, so, like, just trust it and ride it. And it's, it's great. It just gets better, but there's more things that come up. So oh, I'm sure. I think, um, I think that's what I took this year and a half, right. To think about shop simply place and like, you know, think about how I'm going to execute all of this. And I was like, you know what? Things are going to be late. Things are going to be back order. Things are going to come broken. I was unboxing something yesterday and Zach was looking at like my broken pile. And he was like, oh my gosh, I would have been so stressed out. I was like, but Zach, I'm opening a home decor store. Like things are breakable. If nothing comes broken, I mean, we don't live in a perfect world. So, you know, we talked about this a little bit, but it's like, you have to check yourself, right? Like you have to be like, okay, realistically, like, things are going to happen. My Wi-Fi is probably going to go off in the middle of like a transaction. It's <laughs> a good point. It probably at some point, right? It's literally my biggest fear. I think that's why I'm scared to open because a mal- a technical malfunction is literally my biggest fear, but it's going to happen. And you'll so, be fine. You'll be totally yeah. fine. Yeah. I'll laugh it off. Like yeah. whatever, we'll fix it. But that was the biggest thing. Really just like knowing this isn't going to be all like rainbows and sunshine, it's going to suck sometimes and you're going to have to get through it. A lot of money goes out at once and nothing's coming in and you just have to prepare yourself. But there's so many, like the, at the end, it's like, there's so many more highs than there are lows. So it's so worth it. 
And that's what everyone says. So I'm just trying to ride that way. I know. So what's your, what's your schedule of opening going to be like? Are you open Monday through Friday, no. like weekends? What does that look like? By the yeah, way? it's going to forever change. So keep, <laughs> yeah. So keep up with the Instagram. I said it before, like that's literally the best place to find all information, but to start, I'm going to give myself Monday and Tuesday off. So we'll be open to, we'll be open Wednesday through Sunday. Love it. Yeah. And it's just going to vary. Um, we're going to be open at 10 a.m. every single day, 11 o'clock on Sunday. It's just going to vary. Um, well, you're also going to learn the clientele, right? So that's another thing too. Exactly. But I think, you know, a big part of me is when I go into small downtowns and I would go get a coffee, right? Or I would finish my workout class at 9 a.m. on a Saturday. The shops wouldn't be open until 11, which is completely fine. But I was kind of bummed. I was like, here I am. I just finished a workout, grabbed my coffee. I'm here. I kind of want to pop into a shop. So I picked 10 a.m. like really for that reason. You know, you just want to browse sometimes on like a Saturday or Sunday. And then I do want to stay open like a tad bit later, maybe around like five, six for dinner rushes. Like, you know, if you're waiting 45 minutes for a reservation down the street, come pop in, have a look around, you know, so we'll see, but I think the hours will be good. I love that. I think that's so smart. Cause I'm thinking about when I visit towns, like, especially when I'm waiting for dinner reservations, I'm totally walking around and like shopping. Exactly. Totally. Um, you know, in the holiday season, I feel like my head is literally in Christmas right now. Christmas in July, like it's retail. Most fun though for your world, right? Like, oh my God, so fun. The most fun, but probably the most stressful. Like I am preparing mentally now for like the long nights and all of it and getting sick of Christmas by the time Christmas comes around. But it's so exciting because people are buying gifts and like, it's just such like a giving time. But yeah, we'll probably be open till like eight o'clock at night uh, during those times because you just have to. Right. And it's not a bad thing. That's a good problem to have. Right. It's a good problem. And like, you know, I love it. I worked at anthropology. I kind of forgot to add that in, but I worked at anthropology for a couple months when I got let go from my job. And that's really when I was like, okay, this is the space I want to be in. But I think I realized that because people would come in and be like, oh, I'm shopping for my girlfriend or my wife. You know, what do I get her? And you would curate like a little package or someone would be shopping for a wedding that they're going to and you fit them in the most perfect dress. It was just, you felt like you were really helping them for a special moment. And it's those special moments that you just carry with you. So I think it all just flows. It does. It really does. I love it. Okay. So shop.simplyplaced everywhere audience. And your website is going to be live for shoppable in August. Shoppable in August. Right now it's a blog. Um, so, you know, I post like shoppable links, like what I'm buying from Amazon or like, you know, so organizing tips. I've totally checked it out. All yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the things. Um, I definitely need to write more in it, but you know, it's you a your hands full right now. I think it's fine. Like you don't yeah, have to be I do. Um, I do want to, I think, you know, definitely once I open, I talked a little bit about like tips and tricks, like how to style a console table and all of that stuff. So um, I really am going to lean into my blog for that. So you guys can like have a resource of just how to do it. And it's not going to be pages and pages long. It's just going to be quick, easy tips because that's all you really need. It's not that complicated. And that's really what people want anyway, right? Simple yeah. to the point, like take me there. Simply placed. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> it's such a perfect name. It really is. I love it. That's great. 
All right, so let's play game time. So what is Sydney's? There's no rush to answer these. It's just fun. What's Sydney's favorite food? Ooh, uh, chicken cutlet. Ooh, with just plain or like with anything on it? Um, so Zach makes a really good one. Um, I guess like chicken cutlet with mozzarella, but we go, there's one, um, there's a local restaurant, Rosetti's in Lynn. So all you North Shore folks, I think you know what I'm talking about. It's just, I lick the plate clean. <laughs> and I don't do that with any meal. Zach always says, like, she's like, you never finish your meal, but that meal, so good. That's hilarious. I'm going to have to check that out mm-hmm. for sure. Okay. What is, if you could wear one outfit for the rest of your life from head to toe, what would it be and why? Oh my God. This is so easy. A uh, plain white t-shirt, jeans and flip-flops or sneakers. Sounds perfect. Like, like a perfect plain. I've been on the hunt for the perfect plain white t-shirt. It is like my go-to style. I love it with some like dainty gold jewelry. Cute. Oh, you can't go wrong. To the point. You can't go wrong. Hilarious. Okay. Where's your favorite place you've ever traveled and what's a bucket list place that you want to go to? Oh my gosh. Favorite place I ever traveled. Can I do the bucket list first? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. My bucket list is Greece. I think it's Greece. It was Greece for a really long time. I'm going to say Greece. This close second is Montana. That's slowly like crept up. That's pretty cool. Like, what do you want to do there? For what reason? So I watched Yellowstone. So that's, if you haven't seen it, I mean, like Montana just looks so cool. Um, I just think it's different. I just think I used to think about traveling outside of the country. And then I started to think about the national parks and I started going to national parks in our country. And I was like, this is beautiful. Like, Um, right. Yeah, just like mountains and that crisp water. I don't know. It just seems amazing. Love it. And what yeah. favorite place you've ever been? Yeah, favorite place I've ever been. You know what? I just got to keep it local. Narragansett, Rhode Island. I'm there with you, girl. I'll yes. go with you anytime. Love you know, my head, go, my head goes to like all these crazy places. Like I went to Israel and I try, I went to Spain and all of that stuff. It's Narragansett, Rhode Island. Like I grew up on that beach. It's such a sentimental beach to me and it's my happy place. So that's literally my favorite place in the world. I love it. It's so yeah. peaceful and like happy. I agree. Happy place is so well said. Yeah. It's, I lived in uh, San Diego for a little bit and those beaches are absolutely stunning. And I remember coming home around Christmas time and taking a Christmas walk on Narragansett beach. Like it was freezing. And I was like, holy moly, like this is it. I like, I don't need to go back to California. Like this is where I feel so happy. I love that. Isn't that crazy? That's really special. Yeah. All right. Final question. If you could spend a day with somebody you've never met dead or alive, who would you choose and why? Oh my God. I know. Intense question. (laughs) It could be more than one person too. It's fine. Selena. Remember like the singer Selena? Love her. I like watched her movie on Netflix. Did you watch it? I didn't. And I and like, it's weird that I'm saying, cause I don't know, but I was infatuated with her. So I feel like that would be cool. I think super cool. And I, let me tell you, I ask a question all the time. Nobody's ever said her before. Love it. Yeah. That's literally the first thing that came to mind. I was kind of embarrassed to say it, Why? but she's so talented. She's so talented. And I think now, I mean, I used to watch that movie every single night before I went to bed when I was younger. And I thought she was just like a kick-ass girl like she paved the way and she was like so strong and beautiful and all the things and empathetic like I mean 
She's great. Selena. I love it. And she started from nothing. She started from nothing. Like from nothing. Yeah. So cool. It's so cool to watch people's careers really take off. So now that I think about it, I was in, I was like, I don't want to say this. Why? I'm really glad you did. (laughs) I am too though. I am too. Now that I thought about it, I was like, it came to my head for a reason, but. I love it. All right. So Sid, this has been amazing. Tell everyone again, July 24th, not July July 24th. July 24th. Uh, yeah, Simply Place. It's right um, in downtown Beverly on Cabot Street, 20 minutes from the city, right in like kind of the heart of North Shore. So it's going to be super fun. And then online the end of August, early September. So I'll announce all that on like Instagram and stuff. So make sure you're following, but it's just going to be great. It's going to be a big party. I'm so excited. Big party. I will definitely be there. I can't wait. Yes. Everybody, thanks, Sid, thanks so much for coming on today. This has been awesome. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to be coming next on scene and stay tuned for who's next on scene. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. Thank you.